Four-time Iditarod champion Jeff King is the first musher to reach the Yukon River. He arrived in Ruby with all 16 dogs just after one this afternoon. KNOM's Emily Schwing reports, followed by KSKA's Zachariah Hughes in Takatna. When Jeff King's dog team pulled into Ruby, they were alert, tails wagging. In other words, they looked good, and that's exactly what he told the veterinarian. Um, they really look perfect. They look great while we're running in. Um, they're eating and drinking and uh, happy. Perfect. That's what they look like. King set to work feeding and bedding down his dogs. He'll take his 24-hour rest in Ruby. It's the same race schedule he ran back in 2014 when he nearly claimed victory. He says bad weather forced him to scratch at the last checkpoint along the trail that year. But King believes winning and losing has nothing to do with mandatory rest. I don't think the outcome of the Iditarod would have changed much in the entire history, regardless of where the winner took their 24. That is not a deciding factor. From Ruby, dog teams drop onto the Yukon River. As they do, mushers will find out how rested they really are. There are more than 130 river miles ahead, with nine extra overland miles where open water forced a reroute between Galena and Nalato. Mushers are required to take another eight-hour rest before they leave the river at Caltech. On the Iditarod Trail, I'm Emily Schwing in Ruby. And I'm Zachariah Hughes. Spirits in Takatna were high Thursday morning, with a cluster of well-fed and rested mushers getting set to end their 24s. Frontrunners had already roared back onto the trail. The mushers camped out now, like Ryan Olson, are on a different pace. It's interesting because we're trying to do about an equal run, equal rest schedule, which uh, I always thought was kind of just like a middle-of-the-pack schedule, but I'm coming to find that it's actually a back-of-the-pack schedule. <laughs> Olson's uh, not trying to win, just get the bulk of her team familiar with the trail to Nome for Iditarods yet to come. And with that, the burden of competing is off a bit. There, there's a certain camaraderie with back-of-the-pack that you don't get at the front of the pack. Everyone's a little bit more relaxed and just having a good time, so by no means do I say that it's a bad thing. It's, I've had a really good time traveling with everybody. That leeway made it easier for Olsen to not get discouraged when an unplanned accident surprised her en route to Nikolai. <laughs> yeah, we were running through the burn and we saw, we actually saw the bison, and there's no snow, so there's no way to stop. So my 15-dog team was just flying after it, and I was trying to slow him down, and I'm assuming it happened then, but uh, one of my dogs left, he got a stick to his to his privates, poor guy. But it was it was just more of a flesh wound, and so they were able to suture it up at Nikolai, and he's good to go. Olson's parked next to Gnome's Tom Jam Goshen. A few days in, Jam Goshen says the trail has been a mix of high highs and some very low lows. Coming to Nikolai, I hadn't slept at all in the race. That was day two or three. Uh, and I was wildly hallucinating heading in, and I felt like my dogs were crap, and this race was crap, and Everything was terrible, and I got in, and my wife's uncle's the checker, and the first thing he said was, what took you so long, which didn't improve the things. <laughs> the Barrington twins, Anna and Christy, they're prepped for some camping along the trail as they get ready to depart to Katna. Because we're at the front of the pack, or in, in it to get a bunch of money, it does kind of feel like we're just going on a trip. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Mushers into Katna were feeling positive, with a mere two-thirds of the trail yet to come. From the Iditarod Trail, I'm Zachariah Hughes into Katna. To see a lot more on the Iditarod, including our Mushing Explained series, go to our website, alaskapublic.org.